This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, April 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. The Senate is moving forward on a reauthorization bill for the Federal Aviation Administration after Democrats and Republicans reached a deal to revive some expired tax incentives for renewable power. There was also hope that the deal would provide extensions of tax subsidies for biodiesel and advanced biofuels. Those incentives are set to expire at the end of the year. But Senate Commerce, Science and Transportation Chairman John Thune says the bill will likely only address the renewable energy tax credits that weren't renewed last year. One biofuel industry representative says that work on getting their extensions renewed is just beginning. In the meantime today... The top Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, is the keynote speaker at the Consumer Federation of America's annual food policy conference. The audience will want to know when and whether there'll be a deal on GMO labeling. Stabenow tells AgriPulse that she delivered some ideas to Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts for resolving the impasse on the issue. But Stabenow also says there was nothing really new in what she proposed beyond what Democrats have been discussing for some time. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is in Paris today to co-chair a meeting of agriculture ministers representing countries that are members of the OECD. That's the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Food policy has a mom constituency. A leading Democratic pollster says that skepticism about farm subsidies crosses party lines, as does support for environmental incentives. That, according to AgriPulse's Spencer Chase. Celinda Lake, who discussed her findings at the CFA Food Policy Conference yesterday, says 50% of those polls said there should be new limits on farm subsidies. She said that 62% of Republicans support what she called a sustainability incentive. Her polling also shows that nearly 9 out of 10 Americans support the idea that healthy food is a right, not a privilege. She says that the constituency for food policy used to be only a farm constituency. Now, the food constituency is a mom constituency. U.S. Department of Agriculture defending its peanut donation. USDA catching some heat for deciding to supply 500 metric tons of surplus peanuts to Haiti under the McGovern Dole School Feeding Program. Critics say donating U.S. peanuts will hurt poor peanut farmers in Haiti. A blog post by the USDA announcing the plan has received dozens of comments like this. You're helping rich American farmers on the backs of the poor in Haiti. Just stop it. A separate blog post by the aid group Oxfarm America said USDA should instead focus on helping Haitian farmers to increase their production, something USAID is doing through its Feed the Future initiative. U.S. Department of Agriculture denies the peanut donation will hurt Haitian farmers. In a comment filed to the original blog post, the department said that it had worked with the U.N. World Food Program to make sure that peanuts wouldn't disrupt the local market. Peanut production in Haiti is falling in many areas, and the peanuts that are still produced are often contaminated by aflatoxin, a known carcinogen. In fact, the only factory in the country that produces peanut-based rations often has to import aflatoxin-free peanuts, that according to the USDA. The donated peanuts will help to feed an estimated 140,000 malnourished kids for a year. More aid for veterans, disadvantaged farmers, sought. 
more than 100 state and national organizations are urging congressional appropriators to increase funding for a farm bill program that assists veterans and socially disadvantaged farmers. The Outreach and Assistance to Socially Disadvantaged and Veteran Farmers and Ranchers program is designed to help producers get access to USDA credit, commodity, and conservation services. The 2014 Farm Bill reduced the mandatory funding by half to $10 million, but authorized lawmakers to increase that to $20 million annually. The groups asking for that additional $10 million include the Farm Credit Council, the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition, and the National Milk Producers Federation. White House Garden Tour, if you live in the D.C. area or will be traveling there, know that the White House has scheduled its Spring Garden Tour for the weekend of April 16th and 17th. The tour includes the First Lady Michelle Obama's Kitchen Garden, the National Park Service. They start distributing tickets starting at 9 a.m. each of the two days. Well, here's today's She Said It. We had a focus group of African-American moms in Chicago who were actually complaining about Michelle Obama's agenda and saying, I'm not worried if my kid is walking down the street a little fat. I'm worried about when my kid is walking down the street and going to get shot. That's pollster Celinda Lake. And that's Daybreak for this Thursday, April 7th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.